home of the stars, through the airwaves and on the big screen. Coming to you live from Hollywood, it's Rated G Radio with your host, Garrett Miller. Well, hello, everybody. I know this is catching everybody off guard to have a show on a Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. For all of you tuning in live, all you know, I don't know, 100 million of you. Thank you very much for uh, being a surprise. This is kind of like one of those pop-up stores where we just decided to do this show at the last second. And my gracious co-host I'll be bringing on in just a moment, Rebecca Fisk, has agreed to join me tonight. And we're going to be having a lively hour of conversation. Uh, just as a, uh, a preemptive note to everybody who's called in and you're in the call queue, this is not going to be a psychic call-in show. Please read the body of the show page. Rebecca and I are going to chat it up tonight, but I do have a link for Rebecca's website. So if you would like to schedule a private reading with her, you are welcome to do so. We've got a link on the show page that will take you to IamRebecca.com, and you can book your private reading with Rebecca and get all of your questions answered at a psychic level. And uh, we, I, I know she'll love to hear from you. So as we always start out the show, without further ado, I'd like to welcome back Rebecca Fisk back to Rated G Radio. Rebecca, how are you? Rebecca, Rebecca, I've unmuted your line. Hopefully you can hear me. I can't hear you. So maybe Rebecca will ping me. So in the meantime, as um, we wait for audio to kind of pick up, um, we will let everybody know that we are back live on Monday night, starting at 7 p.m. This coming Monday with special guest co-host Stephanie Gerard. Stephanie will be back on talking about her latest and greatest adventures, and it will be exciting to have her back. So let's just see. We're going to ping Rebecca. Rebecca, I can't hear you. Can you hear me? I always love technology challenges. We test everything before the show starts. But of course, then, um, you know, we start the show. One of the big shows that I love to listen to on my way to and from work is what well, now Rebecca's trying to call in this way. Let's see if that works. Hello, Rebecca. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Oh, I could hear everything. And I tried wow. logging in on the computer and I thought, well, I oh, this is going to be awesome. And it didn't work. So here I am. <laughs> Well, I've got you double trouble, double trouble here, so I'm going to mute your um, your electronic computer login, so in case that decides to kick in, it's great. So I'm going to ask you, since the last time we tried to do a show, it was a horrible mess, and for those of you who don't remember, and how could you not, shame on you for not remembering every single episode of Rated G Radio, but we had a lot of chop, chop, chop on the vocals because of the uh, Blog Talk Radio, who is the platform can't figure it out. They still can't. And so we have uh, decided to press forward using a plan B option, which um, arguably does not sound as great, but it gets the job done. So Rebecca, how is the chop, chop, choppiness of the show? Are we chop free? You know, um, on my end, it's pretty good. So okay. how, how yeah. am I well, sounding you're... on your end? Oh, I just sound angelic is what you sound like to me. <laughs> you're hired. <laughs> Okay, there we go. Um, yeah, so I, I think everybody is so used to past shows where we would um, 
you know, do like the psychic call-in type of a thing and people would answer one question. That is not what we are doing tonight. That does not mean we won't do that in the future. But I'll just remind listeners when you are calling in, take a look at the show page. It does indicate what the show topics are tonight, and that does not include a psychic call-in show. Here's why. I haven't talked to Rebecca for 100 years, and it's um, time for us to catch up. And she keeps saying, let's have a phone call, let's go to lunch, and scheduling just has not worked out. So um, she said, should we do a show? And I said, we could always do a show. So here we are tonight. <laughs> so since we've last chatted, Rebecca, I'm, I'm stalking you on Facebook and watching all of the um, exciting morning walks that you're taking and things like that. What else has been happening in your world? Oh, my gosh. Well, let's see. What day is it today? <laughs> right. Um, you know, I've got one more day of school for my high school junior. So tomorrow is the last day of school. So that's, oh, you know, that, that's, you know, can you believe this kid is 17? No. It's no. crazy, crazy. Um, but, you know, doing amazing. I'm really proud of my kid. I could not be more blessed. And, um so finishing junior year and doing really well academically. So I, you know, and but it's going to be really nice to not have to interrupt my mornings and my afternoon to do the the, the carpool stuff. But you know, mm-hmm. there's always mixed there's always mixed feelings about it. You know, so we take a we take another friend to school, and I I love hanging out with the kids in the car. So you know, going to miss that. But uh, you know, it's good. I've been writing. I'm writing another animated feature, which I don't know if I mentioned that to you, but I started that a few months ago, and uh, so I'm doing that. I'm back to writing some lyrics for songs, and I'm singing in a cover band now. What? This is amazing. <laughs> and we're gonna we're Jeez, doing a gig at Yamava, not the not the amphitheater, you know, inside the the, the club in the bar, but we're we're doing a gig at Yamava uh, at the end of July. So I will I will keep you posted. But, um, Absolutely. It's exciting. Now, it's very fun. What is what is Yamaba? Yamaba is that sounds like a casino. Yamaba, it's a casino. It used to be San Manuel, and what? Um, they kidding. changed this the name. Huge. <laughs> it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be really fun. Yeah, it's a really great bunch of musicians, and uh, we're having a great time. There's uh, three of us who are just singing. And then some of the other uh, instrumentalists also sing too. So there's some some good vocal harmonies and stuff. It's it's fun. It's really fun. How did all of this so, come about? Oh my gosh. Um, well, the writing piece. I, you know, honestly, all of it was about me giving myself permission to do the things I love to do. Mm-hmm. And this is, you know, a, a few years in coming. <laughs> um, you know, my kiddo is old enough to find food if there's hunger involved. And, you know, as the independence has grown, I have started realizing that I don't have to be available all the time and I can start focusing more on what I want to do. And I've done that with work. I've certainly have done that with work. But as far as my hobbies, I've kind of pushed them to the side and I've made other things higher priorities. And I finally decided, you know, I love myself enough to create a life that I love, regardless of whether I have a partner, regardless of, you know, what's happening elsewhere in my life, that it's my job to make me happy. I totally get that. And that I don't have to overgive to people. 
I, I, and Garrett, I know you know me really well, mm-hmm. and I know that you know that I've always been the first person to jump in the car and put, turn on the, the lights and siren to go rescue people. You know, being mm-hmm. a police and fire dispatch, dispatcher was actually, you know, kind of fit that bill for me. Um, yeah. But I finally realized, you know, it's not my job. It's not my job to rescue other people. And I've had to pull back on relationships. I've had to um, really surrender into allowing the quiet so that I could really get connected to myself and the peace. And what came from all of that was giving myself permission to do what I want, to make myself happy. And that all piggybacked on breaking my shoulder. So the the breaking my shoulder thing really brought a lot of gifts into my life, which, of course, at the time that it was painful and I was going through the recovery, wasn't so fun. And I'm still doing some physical therapy. But what a blessing for me to get to find the peace and to know I could stop the running around and just be. So that's how all that happened. That's how it came about. Okay, so that totally doesn't tell me how you ended up in this cover band and where did you meet these <laughs> the cover people? Band. Okay. Uh, the cover band, well, that's kind of a funny story. So um, I actually met the, the leader of the band. I met him through Facebook and um, just a really great guy from Vegas. Um, he plays the congas and he has basically always had a band. He's always managed a band. There were some issues that happened in his life, and he ended up back here in Southern California and basically reached this place where it's like, you know what, I I need to start doing the music again. I've taken a break, and it's time for me to do this. And I had joked around with him about, well, you know, if you need a background singer, I would love to do that. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, definitely. And I had played a little demo for him that I had, and he's like, no, you're great. Okay, you're in. And I'm like, well, don't you want me to audition with the other musicians and do that? And he's like, no, 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 you're good. Just come on out. So the first rehearsal, no other singers showed up, just me. What? And the second rehearsal, the second rehearsal, the other singers didn't show up, just me. And he's like, well, I guess you're in, honey. You're going to have to learn all this stuff. So I started learning, all, you know, the song. And uh, and then finally uh, he said, okay, I found I found a male vocalist I, and I, I found a female vocalist. And uh, the first rehearsal with the with the female vocalist, she and I blend beautifully, and the harmonies are great. And the and the guy's good, so we're you know it's like okay, now we're off and running. So uh, nice. we will all be doing some leads, and and we'll all be doing backgrounds as well. So. Oh. Um, and what what style yeah. of music? What type of songs are you singing? You know, it's um. You know, mostly R and B, mostly R and B. Um, you know, like Let's Groove, uh, gosh, Evil Ways. So older songs, you know, like Santana, uh, Earth, Wind, mm-hmm. and Fire. We'll do some Mariah Carey, um, Sade, uh, Cool in the Gang, or Commodores. You know, those kinds of you know fun, mostly upbeat songs. Oh, I'm yeah, so it's jealous. fun. Well, I'm I'm thrilled beyond belief for you, but I'm so jealous. That just sounds like such a, an amazing time. Oh, well, you just have to come out. Just come out. I and, think so. Yeah, come hang out. And, hey, you never know if you – I know that you're writing whenever you can. And, uh, you know, I, I haven't talked to the band leader about doing originals, but you never know. Maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll sing one of your songs if you if oh. you allow that. Oh, my gosh. Don't tease me like that, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? The sky's the limit. You just got to ask. 
If you ask, okay. you might get a yes. If you don't ask, it's always a no. Okay, I, w I would oh. love, uh, yes, I'm asking, so that would be great. Okay. Well, until I can headline Staples Arena, which is now, you know, cybersecurity, crypto, something.com arena, but um, yes, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how's the uh, so songwriting going for you? The songwriting is going okay. You know, I've been working with yeah. a guy who has, you know, he, he will very proudly tell anyone uh, that he has done over a thousand songs. He's written over a thousand songs. Um, he's actually um, a documentary filmmaker and has basically spent his life doing what he wants, which is videotaping and making music. He's a he's a, mm -hmm. a great guitar player, and so I've done a little bit of songwriting with him. It's a different process with him than what I'm used to, and. Um, you know, it's the first time that I've met with somebody and I kind of listen to some of the music they have and the music itself has inspired me to, to write. Because normally I just start writing about things and come up with the lyrics and then, you know, figure out, am I going to hand this to somebody or, or am I going to try to write something to it? Uh, so it's been a different process and I'm still kind of getting used to it. Um, but we've done a, a couple of songs. Um, one of them is finished. I think, I guess there's a couple more and, and they're not finished yet. Um, but it's, you know, it's something. And it's a different process than the songwriting class that I was in. And I feel like the free form is a little bit easier for me. Um, so I like that. And, uh, and then the animated feature thing, that was pretty funny. Um, I wrote an animated feature years ago, and I know I, I know I had mentioned that to you probably, mm -hmm. you know, half a zillion years ago, and um, hadn't been inspired really to do any writing like that. But you know, as you had mentioned, my friend Danny and I walk often in the mornings, and and now we have another friend Shelley who walks too. But anyway, that's beside the point. So one of the mornings that Danny and I were walking, and and folks, we 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 start the walk usually at 4:45 a.m. so that we can accommodate getting. The, the hour, you know, the three miles in before anybody has to go to work or get kids up and ready for school and all of that. And so as you can imagine, the nocturnal animals are, are out. So we frequently see skunks um, and, you know, sometimes we see raccoons and sometimes we see kitty cats. Um, occasionally we've seen possums, you know, so we see these critters and we're used to them. And we kind of know where to look to see where they're going to be. So we don't get surprised and we don't surprise them, especially we don't want to surprise the uh, the skunks. Uh, but one morning we were walking and there's this one corner. Somebody comes and feeds them. So it's it's an elevated yard that has a retaining wall with an iron fencing all the way around it on top of this retaining wall. So we walk along there and when we get to the corner we're basically just about at eye level with this wrought iron fencing so this one morning you know we're doing the usual hi anybody over here what's going on anybody here because again we don't want to get sprayed you know skunks can spray up to like six feet so we don't want to startle anybody oh um yes so we're walking and i stayed on the sidewalk but danny kind of ran ahead of me a little bit and then went around the corner and peeked over the retaining wall to kind of see if anybody was there. And the moment she did that, you know, head popped up. So they were staring at each other face to face. <laughs> and in that moment, I just had this thing pop in my head about three raccoons who sound like they're from New York in the mafia. And 
that was it. I was off and running. I came home and I started writing. And so that, you, <laughs> you just never know where the inspiration is going to come from, but that's how it started. I see a Pixar, Pixar, I'm trying to think of the studio's name. Is it Pixar? Pixar, Dream, DreamWorks? Yeah. I see yeah. an animated yeah. series in there for you with a nice eight-figure paycheck. I'll take it. Thank you so much. Yes. And you can be my date to the premiere. Okay, fine. <laughs> Done. Settled. Okay, awesome. Yep. Yay. Anyway, yeah, it's super fun. It's just it's oh. just fun. It's like, oh, I get to go wherever this takes me. And you know, one of the most fun parts of this, Garrett, is the characters reveal themselves to me. Like, I never know what I'm going to end up typing when I'm writing. I have no idea. I have any idea what the, the full personalities are of these characters until they reveal themselves through the story. And it's just this interesting process that I love. And I'll never forget when I was working on the first animated feature, I wrote that with a friend of mine named Lorraine, and she's brilliant and just so much fun, so much fun. And I'll never forget that we sat down together um, and we'd kind of done the beats of the scenes. Mm -hmm. And she said, okay, we're going to work on characters. And I said, okay. And I said, okay, well, what do we need to do? And she said, well, you have to introduce me to the characters. And I'm like, well, yeah, this is so-and-so. And this is, she said, no, no, no. You know the personalities of every one of those characters. I don't know them yet. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, they're, the personalities live in my head. So she started asking me a series of questions about each character so she could get to know who they were. And so I'm having that process with myself now with the characters in this new story that I'm writing. Oh, how fun. It's and really you've needed fun. a creative outlet like this for a very long time. So I'm super proud of you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you, you, and you're right. I have needed it. I have denied myself. And I guess if there's one thing that I could say to all of the listeners, thing you love to do that brings you joy every time you do it, and you are avoiding it. Create some space in your life to do it. Because we're all supposed to be living in joy, at least that's my belief. And mm-hmm. sometimes we feel like, you know, maybe we go into the, oh, I'm not worthy, or I'm too busy, or the too busy is I have all these responsibilities and I need to give all of this energy to all these other people. And what I discovered was, no, I was not creating space for me in my own life. It's different when you're doing self-care, like, okay, yeah, I'm going for the walks. And, you know, most of the time, not the 52 weeks out of the year, I'm eating mostly healthy. But that doesn't mean that I'm doing the self-care part that feeds my soul. And Mm -hmm. I wasn't. And so we all need to do that. That's, That's where we find the joy. And it it doesn't come from someone else. I mean, we can love people and they can love us back. But, you know, the happiness thing, it's an inside job. So if there's anything that you do and you haven't created the space for it, start making dates with yourself to give yourself that loving, joyful energy that you can only get from you and only from that creative expression. 
So this is a great reminder for all of the listeners tonight. Tonight is not a psychic call-in show. I mentioned it at the top of the hour. Um, for everybody who's now calling in to ask questions for Rebecca, I do have a link on the show page. So if you would like to book a private reading with Rebecca, please click that to go to her website, IamRebecca.com, and you can book a private reading with Rebecca, and she will love to hear from you. So just say you heard about it on Rated G Radio, and she'll take care of you. Uh, but tonight, if you'd like to call in and talk about the topics we are talking about, not ask Rebecca a question, please call in at 323-657-1493, and it would be fun to get some listeners on the line. But I, every time I mention this, the 20 or 30 people have now called in. They would ding, 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 ding. That's how popular you are, Rebecca. So, Oh, well, um, thank you. <laughs> and I, well, thank you to all of them. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, we used to do the show um, all the time for years and years and years where it, w- it was the psychic call-in show with Rebecca. And, um, you know, we would say hello for two or three minutes and then we would take listener calls for the hour. But now, um, since we're doing the show a little differently as far as the frequency goes, this is my chance to catch up with Rebecca um, for not only, you know, my selfish benefit, but also for the listeners out there who keep saying, what's going on with Rebecca? What's going on with Rob? What's going on? Um, so it, it's a chance to kind of catch up and um, just kind of promote you a little bit at the same time and, uh, you know, just see what's going on in the world. So, you know, it is uh, not to, you know, change gears here, but it is June and that is Pride Month for the LGBTQ community. And I'm fascinated that the nation has gone into such a tailspin of events in the last, I don't know, two or three months that I, you know, maybe I just didn't have my pulse on the temperature of what was going on in the country, but I'm really kind of shocked at how um, small-minded, so many people seemingly don't mind proclaiming that they are. Um, yeah. Rebecca, what's it like where you are at in Southern California? I, where, and I, and I'll, I'm going to preface that by saying where I work um, and the people that are around me have been nothing short of fantastic and spectacular. And um, in fact, at work, I took in a uh, pride cup or a rainbow flag cup and I stuffed it with about 60 pride flags and I just put a little sign at my desk and said, if you'd like a free pride flag and, you know, want to celebrate, you know, feel free to take one. And I'm down to, I think, like five flags at my desk. Um, And, you know, that was by the ninth or tenth of the month. So I was really kind of excited to see so many people where I work um, just either be supportive as an ally or they've got a family or friend who is in the community or they are themselves. So um, I was really kind of shocked at, pleasantly shocked at how absolutely fantastic they've been. But in the same breath, you know, you come home and read the papers or see the news articles about what's going on. And I am just absolutely stunned. Yeah. Yeah. Well, first of all, I am really happy that you have that kind of support where you are and that, you know, everybody's like, yeah, give me a flag. (laughs) Um, you know, it's, I mean, it's good here too. And, and, you know, I live in Long Beach and, you know, we have a, we have a huge pride uh, event every mm-hmm. year. Um, of course we didn't during the pandemic. Um, but also, I don't know if you're aware of this, but there are some intersections in Long Beach where they have painted the crosswalks rainbows. Oh, that's so, awesome. So those are their isn't that awesome? And they're there year round. So it's like we're, we don't celebrate pride just in the month of June. Um, Mm -hmm. We celebrate and and embrace our LGBTQ community and we are supportive of them being part of our community. 
So, uh, which I, I, I love that fact. That's one of the reasons I love living in Long Beach is, you know, you, you go out and you're walking in, in one of the areas where there are restaurants and all this, you know, nobody cares if you're gay or you're straight or you're a mixed couple. Nobody cares. There's a lot of support here. And granted, I know that you'll have a percentage of the population anywhere that has a problem, you know, that is judgmental or whatever. But for the most part, this is a really loving, supportive, inclusive community, and I'm really proud to live here for that reason. Um, in fact, it's one of the reasons that I chose to live here in Long Beach is because it is so inclusive. Um, but, yes, I am as appalled as you are. Um and I know my kiddo was telling me something really funny today, and I can't remember the whole story, and I know I'm going to botch it up, but it was very funny. And it was a, a place where, I don't know if this was a company or if this was, I think it was a community, either a state or a city, I can't even remember. But the gist of it was that they decided that if you were gay, you were mentally ill. And so, the yes, yes. And so there was this, you know, I guess it was like a call-out day where a whole bunch of people, the people who were gay or who were LGBTQ, called in sick to work. And they said, I'm gay, so I need some mental health days off. And they took days off, and they could not be fired because it was mental health, and it was legal. So, which, I mean, I was, when my kid told me that we were sitting in a little coffee place and I was, I was laughing so hard, but I thought that is absolutely brilliant. It's like, oh, okay, you guys want to do that? You know, and I, it's, it's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, part of this is that we are living in a time where we talk about being transparent and being authentic and, I think part of what's happened, you know, some people are saying, oh, it's so much worse now, or they're saying it's so much better now, all of it across the board. Um, You know, racism, anti-Semitism, anti-gay, anti-trans, all of that. And the the reality is this stuff has always existed, Mm -hmm. but there's also the flip side of this where people are saying, oh, well, you know, we never used to have trans people. And it's like, uh that's not true. If you go and you actually explore historically, we have Mm -hmm. always had people of every kind, Mm -hmm. every kind, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. always. So now it's just that with this authenticity and transparency, which we do want, it's given the people who are homophobic or who, who are racist it's given them permission to behave badly. We've, we've, we have had some people, public figures, that will re- remain nameless in this conversation, who have given people permission to behave badly. And, you know, there's that little fable, if you will, of um, it's t- told in Native American tradition that you, um, you have the good wolf and the bad wolf inside of you, and you have to choose. And the child asks the elder, well, how do you know which one to choose? Well, one's good and what's bad. But how do I know which one I'm going to be? You're going to be the one that you choose to be. Mm-hmm. So there are people whose moral compass allows them to behave really badly. And that's okay. We're human having a human experience. And we're supposedly learning here at Earth School. 
But if you have any thought or belief and faith in God and that there's karma or anything like that, then hopefully you will behave with integrity and clear intention to do the right thing. Um, I feel personally that being raised with the idea that you do the right thing, even when it's not the easy choice, has become less popular somehow. And, you know, we could probably talk about why that's happened, you know, aside from, you know, most families need two, both parents working in order to pay the bills, you know, what's happening to the kids and their upbringing. So we could probably talk about this for a long time, but there's your long-winded answer from me. <laughs> well, I, I like that long-winded answer. And, and by far, I'm absolutely not an expert on um, – schools or books or things like that, but I, I just see so much that just seems like it, it's like a 0.001% of the population has decided they just wanted to act like complete morons. And I'm, and I'm just like, I, I, who has given them a microphone? Um, I would yes. like to actually have more of a conversation about that maybe on an upcoming show. Um, that's also, by the way, not to tell any tales of context but that's also part of my songwriting for my next album um I one of the songs that. i'm working on is, is called uh, the liars are really loud or you know it's, i'm still working on it but it has to do with you know people who lie and spread misinformation um have to scream really really loud to be heard but the truth is really something that um, speaks volumes quietly so yeah. I'm, I'm working with that type of a concept because that just i think i, what I love I that yeah, it, it just is, um, and I, I'm conflicted because, you know, part of me is like, I don't understand everybody in the alphabet, and I don't get everybody's journey, And but again, at the same time, that's not my, that's not, not my purpose to be the all understanding, all everything, but if it doesn't impact me, it doesn't hurt me, and people are happy, and they love who they want to love, let them be. I don't understand right. why we need to be throwing rocks at people all the time. It makes absolutely no sense. You know, it, you know, we see, um, you know, I, there was something, I, I think there was a, a meme that was out there a few weeks ago. Uh, and I think by Wanda Sykes, beautiful comedian, super funny. Mm -hmm. She's been in movies I love her. and all kinds of stuff. And, and the gist of it is like, well, until we see drag beating kids with to kill a mockingbird and doing something like that, I think you all <laughs> exactly. need to shut up. Now, that's way out of context, yeah. but it's that, you know, you get the idea. It's, it's not, you know, drag queens trying to, um, you know, read the kids that are causing problems. It's not LGBTQ people um, who are just trying to live their lives and be who they are without feeling like they need to be, you know, suicidal seven days a week because nobody loves them or their parents kick them out of the home or the other million things right. that go on. You know, if you need to fixate on that. I would challenge anybody to shift direction from the hate you have for that. Let's figure out maybe a cure for the budget. Um, let's figure out a cure for homelessness. Let's figure out the, um, you know, the hunger situation in the United States. Let's figure out, you know, uh, medical care for everybody. Let's figure out some things that actually are real problems, not the fact that um, a drag queen wants to read um, to or do drag queen bingo or or um, serve the community and then be honored at a baseball game and have people who don't even live in the state and are not connected to it ridicule and boycott and cause national uproar 
in a state that you don't even live in. Right. So th there's just a lot of stuff that right now makes no sense to me. And I, this is probably the first year that I've, um, as a out gay person, where I've actually been really kind of mortified at how things are playing out. And I think that's one reason I'm also so eternally grateful to work where I work right now, where they've allowed me to, you know, put a couple of pride flags. And I'm not going yeah. around, you know, trying to be on a float or a parade or anything else. And if you are, great. That's just not me. So my, my silent little thing was, you know what, I want people to know, and I'll tell you, Rebecca, you know, people, you know, where I work, they'll privately come up to me and share a story with me or something that they, frankly, probably don't feel comfortable sharing with other folks. Um, right. So I really am honored for the trust that they bestow in me for that. But I also want people to know if you need somebody to talk to, I'm a safe person, you know, to come on, come, yeah. come out to or have a story to. Um, every every year on National Coming Out Day, I always post on, on LinkedIn, I'm a safe person to come out to. Because, you know, there's so many people that are, and I don't care if it's a, a LGBT, it can be for anything. If you need somebody to talk to, you can come and, you know, say, hey, you know, do you have a moment? And I will be in here to listen to because sometimes you need a resource and you just don't know where to turn to. Um, right. And I think that we could accomplish so much more by just saying, you know what, I may not understand you. I might not agree with you, um, but, um, you know, you do you and I'll do me and let's go focus on something that really needs you know, attention, um, you know, like putting food in people's bellies or putting a roof over people's heads or curing diseases or, you know, whatever the, the greater cause is. But that's yeah. not a soapbox for that. But um, outside of that, I th you know, you, at the beginning of the show, you were talking about your um, early morning walks and running into wildlife, which has now spurred you to write a major motion picture animated show and songwriting <laughs> and things like that. How else is your fitness journey um, changed in the last year? I know, especially with the rehab from your shoulder and things like that, where, where are you finding the most joy in, in, in your workouts right now? Well, I'm finding the joy when I'm done with the workouts. <laughs> yeah. Um, there have been some changes. And, you know, okay, so first of all, let me preface this by saying, and I'll answer the question directly, and then I'll kind of expand on it. Um, it's been very challenging lately. It's been challenging and I'm tired and, and everyone that I know has been feeling tired and it, it's kind of funny. I, I'm in a, a, a weight loss challenge right now and there are seven of us in this group and we've done challenges together in the past. And this last week I was like, I was so tired and just not feeling it at all. And, you know, I, I tend to go back to my shakes, my isogenic shakes, and stick mm -hmm. to a fairly, you know, normal routine with that. And my eating's been pretty loosey-goosey for the last couple of months. Um, and then I haven't been going on the walks as often. There have been some changes in the schedule. We have a third person now, um, and she's waiting for her running partner to come back from England. So she's walking with us, and then sometimes, you know, Danny isn't able to make it, or, you know, like our schedule has changed. So I missed a couple of the walks, and I'm the one who usually is there. So normally I'm kind of like, well, unless it's raining. And the only reason we don't go when it's raining is because the hill gets slippery. It's steep. Yeah. It's, it's a steep hill. It's 8 to 9% grade. It's steep. So we don't walk in the rain because of that. Um, but this last week when we had our weigh-in, every 
single one of us, all seven of us, had gained weight this last week for the first time. Mm. And we're talking, you know, this is probably our third round of doing this, and each one is like 10 weeks. So that's like, or maybe it's, is it the second? No, I think it's the third. Anyway, it might be the second. Anyway, so it was really interesting that we hadn't really been keeping in touch with each other as much. But all of us were kind of feeling some kind of shift in our own lives. There's been a lot of energy astrologically, solar flares. Um, most of the people that I know who do any kind of healing work or, or you know, psychic work, Reiki, um, energy healing work for others, every single one of them that I know has been feeling tired lately. So that part's been very interesting. Um, as far as my own fitness journey, I'm still doing pretty well. I mean, I'm staying within a couple of pounds of of what what my lowest weight was from the last challenge. Um, but I really need to get back into the gym, and I haven't done that. So I've got to start working on, um, you know, strengthening my upper arms, um, partly because of the shoulder. Um, and then I also need to start working on abs again. But the ab work that I had done before I broke my shoulder was planks primarily, planks and mountain oh, wow. climbers and things that needed my arms and my and my shoulder. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there, you know, I had to surrender into not doing those things. So my body's now telling me, okay, I think you're good enough, and you need to start doing these other things. <laughs> Um, so that's where I'm at. But, you know, the the other piece of this is that I'm still happy. I still am proud of myself because, you know, the reality is that my heaviest, I weighed 70 pounds more than I weigh. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm doing okay and I feel pretty good. Um, but it's good to have new goals. And then I'm kind of reconfirming to myself that, yeah, I still want to hike out of the Grand Canyon again. Um, Danny and I are going to start doing um, 5Ks, and then there's a 10-mile walk we want to do uh, in the fall as well. So we walk like eight miles on Saturday morning. Ooh. Helicopter flying over? Yeah, we, you know, we, we just like to entertain everybody here in Huntington Beach. So mm-hmm. there you go. I'm surprised you could um, hear that. that it was yeah, loud. that was really that was loud and clear, loud and clear. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Blog Talk. Um, yeah, so... You know, I, I kind of renewing my goals, renewing my commitment to myself. Um, and actually, what I know now is that if I'm comfortable in my own body, I don't judge anybody else. So all this judgment that we're seeing out in the world, these are people who don't love themselves. Mm-hmm. and who are not comfortable in their own lives. Because when you truly love yourself, you don't judge anybody else. You, it's like you yeah. said, Garrett. It's like live and let live. We just we just take care of ourselves. We do what we need to do. We do our work in the world. Hopefully we're making our lives happy and we're living our passion. But we don't bother anybody because there's nothing, to, there's nothing outside of ourselves to judge. Mm-hmm. Um, Anyway, yeah, I, that's one of the things that I learned with the self-love journey is that when I'm really loving myself, I don't judge anyone for anything. Well, because you're too busy focusing on the things that, you know, you want to work on versus, oh, I don't like somebody else's hair color or I don't like who they love or I don't you – know, I'm too busy. You know, for me, it's like, oh, I've got a meal prep for the dogs. I've got a meal prep for me. I've got to get my workouts in. I've got to get my sleep in. I've got – 
I don't have time to sit there and think about, you know, how I can nitpick everybody else. And trust me, I've been that person in the past for a long time where I nitpicked everybody and complained about everybody. And I try to not do it as much anymore. But it's, it, it is a whole lot easier to fall into that, I think, sometimes than it is to just say, you know what, I'm going to focus on the things that I need to take care of for me because that's a harder choice. Well, misery loves company. And, you know, I used yeah. to do that. I, not a lot. Not a lot. Because, you know, back in my 20s, um, you know, yeah, I used to participate in gossip and all of that. Mm-hmm. And in my 20s, my late 20s, it was like, wow, you know, something happened where I got really hurt by that. And I went, why would I ever do this to anybody? I had no idea how hurtful this is. I'm not doing this anymore. And I stopped. And it was really interesting. I lost a bunch of friends. Because I didn't want to speak badly of anybody anymore. I didn't want to gossip or talk mm-hmm. about people behind their back anymore. And I got this whole thing about, oh, you're too good for us now, and you're too this, and you're too that, and whatever. And it's like, no, I just know how much it hurts, and I don't want to participate in that. So, you know, it's a it's a very interesting journey to change for the better, in my opinion, and to see what happens and the quality of the relationships, those that you lose and, and the quality of the people who show up after that when you shift. It's really beautiful. But it's, it's, it's painful when you're in the middle of it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when you were talking about all of the, the ugliness that's showing up with people and their judgment and, you know, the, the, the protests and all of this, and it's like I'm all for the right that we all have to peacefully protest. Um, but my, you know, one of the things, Garrett, is you're, you're above average intelligence. And you have to remember that um, people who don't take the time to really learn and educate themselves can stay in an ignorant place, which just means they don't have more information. They don't know better. And they mm-hmm. might not know how to find out more information, but they take what they're given and they run with it. And if they were brought up in a home where racism existed or homophobia existed or anything that wasn't like them, you know, was judged, that's what they know. And unless mm-hmm. they make a conscious effort to become different, they're going to to repeat this this pattern and perpetuate the lies of inequality. You know, and it is so interesting to me that, you know, my belief is in the eyes of God, we are all the same. We all bleed red. We are all here to have a human experience. Those of us who are humans, we're here to have a human experience and hopefully to elevate our consciousness and the consciousness of the whole. Um, And all of us are at our own place in this journey, wherever we are. And nobody's better or worse. We're just where we are. So, I mean, certainly I could say, well, that was bad behavior, but I'm not going to say that I'm better than somebody who behaves badly. I I will give them the grace that maybe they just really, truly don't know better. Or maybe they're just incredibly unhappy and they've had a really crappy life. I don't know. But I'll pray for them. I'll put them in God's lap, yeah. you know. I I think one of the things that you taught me a long time ago is to, you know, wrap people up in a, you know, a purple bubble of love and then to say, and, and, um, and, you know, well with you and be gone out of my life type of a thing. Um, and, I, and again, you say it so much more eloquently because that's your gift, not mine. 
but I will tell you, it's just, it's amazing um, when you allow, you know, the right people into your life, what a great difference they make. And when you're able to release the people that don't serve you or um, help your highest, highest and best, um, and just let them go, how much better your life will be. But that is, again, a topic for a different day. I, I, I can I ask a question? Because you and I have had a, a lot of pain, and, and you know, I'm not talking heartache, but we could sing a Tanya Tucker song if you'd like, Rebecca. But uh, like a lot of right. pain in our lives, you know, you broke your shoulder, and, um, you know, I've, I'm just a big whiny baby and everything else. So I've found uh, and and I am so late to the Instagram thing. I, I got off of Instagram a few years ago, and last year one of my coworkers said, you, Garrett, for branding, you really need to be back on there. I'm not promoting my Instagram here today. So, uh, But what I am saying is that I am now trapped in – I've become one of those people we see on TV that just is in the, in the, in the wormhole of the feeds. So I'm going to get to the one thing that I really want to ask you about, but the my guilty okay. pleasure on Instagram – are Chihuahua puppy bees. And oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. And so it's anything but like a puppy dog or um, it's not the bulldog, but what's the small bulldog? Um, and I'm trying to think of the breed. And if, if I didn't uh, have the video up, I wanted the Frenchies. I, I mean, the Frenchies, yes. Yeah. So I can watch those videos for hours. And so I really have to be careful in what my you know, what my reach is as far as what I'm going to do, because I'm usually just, you know, I, I put a post up, just check to see who's commented, if they've said anything, et cetera. And I stumbled across, and I have no idea how these advertisers find you. I'd really like to know. But there is this advertiser that uh, I found, and I've now been going to for seven weeks. And it's a, a service that seemed like a chiropractic adjustment, except it is not. It's a, a technique called alpha biotics. Have you heard of this, Rebecca? I have not. Okay, this is so fascinating to me because I've um, I have this crick in my right or in my left neck that you know if you you know if you tilt your head one way sometimes you can like crack your neck or something like that and it can go away. For years I've been able to do that, not for like the last seven eight months for this things and, it, and my chiropractor can't fix it and I've just been like fit to be tied. And woe is me, cry me a river, and I'm looking for all the symptoms. No, I'm not doing any of that. But I've had all these aches and pains. And because, you know, next year when I turn 29, Rebecca, you'll know what that's like in a few more years. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) this ad came up for Alpha Biotics. And there's this practitioner in Costa Mesa, and he has this Mm -hmm. thing, um, and he shows you what he's doing. And it looks absolutely horrible, but it was like, I'm so fascinated by it. And it was so. it was three sessions for 44 bucks. And I said, well, you know, my chiropractor, by the time I pay everything, you know, it's a lot more than that, you know, and he's got an office. It's not like he's doing this out of the back of a van somewhere. So I booked an appointment and went in and it was the craziest thing. And he just, all he does is does this kind of neck pull thing. And essentially as he describes it, is that it, you know, your brain gets out of alignment. So when your brain gets out of alignment, your left brain tends to go on overdrive and your right brain kind of goes on a brownout that ends up allowing the body to get out of alignment. Your chakras are out of alignment. Your body's more prone to being unhelpful, blah, 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 blah. So if you get your, your brain firing on both pistons, it has the ability to heal itself a little easier You'll have less pain, less, you know, all the bad stuff, and you'll feel great. So went in the first time, 
And, you know, he's, um, he kind of, and he was very thorough when he answered any question I had and went through this. And the adjustment, he does first on the left side and then he does it on the right side. And it's only the neck part. It's not like the, the back or the feet or the legs or any of this. It's just this one thing. And so you, you see the thing on Instagram and you're like, this is just the, the most ridiculous thing ever. And then you go and have it. And the energy shift, as soon as I had it, it was, it was palpable. And I will tell you the first time um, the adjustment was a little, un, I don't want to say painful, but it was like, Ooh, Ooh, I felt that. And then he did the other side. Ooh, I felt that, but I left there and immediately it was just like this, you know, it's kind of like when I have a reading with you, you know, you have the reading and you get the clarity and all of a sudden it feels like the weight of the world is off your shoulders. Spiritually, this is but, what it felt like yeah. physically, you know, for me. And so I signed up for a package and I go in once a week and it's, you know, for me, it's the highlight of my Wednesday morning. This is my one day off the, of the week. So I went in this morning, got the adjustment. was like, okay, this is amazing. Um, you, you, and it, it's not painful, but it's, you know, very quick. And then you're basically done and felt the same way today. So I didn't know if you had heard of the alpha biotics. Um, I would be very interested to have you see either this guy's ad or have you take a look at, information and just give me your feedback because you always have great insight but um yeah i, I just that, that's my new thing yeah um no, that's awesome and actually I, i've taken a look at it and um so you know it's interesting um i hmm okay two things <laughs> the first thing that i like to say that is, mm. Yes, there's two things that come up. So the first thing that comes up is it's very interesting to me that I've had a lot of people coming to me about medical intuitive stuff regarding either their back or their neck or their spine or their head. And what's come up often is cranial sacral work, which is where, you know, somebody who's trained in cranial sacral work, basically what they do is they extend your neck and they use pressure points to basically release tension in the skull bones so it's almost like a, a release in the muscles and I'm, I'm not saying this accurately because I'm not a medical professional I've taken no courses in any of this I have to give my disclaimer that you know and even when I talk to clients it's like look I am not medically trained I have to say go see a medical professional blah 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 mm -hmm. but anyway mm -hmm. so the cranial sacral work relieves pressure in in, in the neck, in the head, in the jaw, the, you know, the face, because you are adjusting the skull bones, basically. I mean, that's kind of putting this in a really basic way. Um, but I also have a friend slash chiropractor that I have known for, for more than 20 years now. And he's in Tustin, and he's oh, sorry. trained... He's trained as, yeah, no, Dr. Betty, I love her. She's, she's traditional chiropractic, and she continues to do traditional chiropractic. Dr. J, J. Weber in Tustin has intention chiropractic, and he was mm -hmm. also trained classically, so the traditional crack the neck, crack the back way. Yeah. But as he continued his spiritual journey, he started getting downloads of another technique that was not physically forceful on the body 
And it almost feels more like either a gentle tapping and or a Reiki where you're getting energy work Mm -hmm. and the adjustments happening, but you're not physically manipulating the body. And so it's interesting to me. So he'll just basically lay his hands on your back or your feet and that's it. Like he doesn't, he doesn't manipulate. It sounds to me more like the alpha biotics, although I, I, I did hear you say that they're really just adjusting the neck and that everything else kind of flows from there. So yeah. I'm very curious about it now, very curious. <laughs> um, and I will probably do some more investigation. But I know that I can, I can, you know, contact Dr. J if I need anything. The other thing that's really cool about Dr. J, and, you know, and sometimes I, I feel like, well, chiropractic – in conjunction with acupuncture and other treatments, it's like, let's treat everything, right? Let's treat all of the energy mm-hmm. channels. Um, he does everything by donation only. Wow. So, which is cool. And he does remote healing work as well. So he's very cool. I, I really like the work that he does. But I'm very curious about this now, so I'm going to get this info from you about... I, um, will, I will share it off uh, after the show is over. But, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, but I think again, that's you very know, cool. It, you know, every year it's something else. It started out with essential oils, then it was crystals, and then I made candles, then it was soap, and then, you know, so every year it's like, then last year it was, you know, the, the singing bowls and the tuning forks. Um, yes. I'm doing a, a, I know, I'm doing a sound bath next Wednesday for a couple of people. Um, so I'm oh, doing, wow. you know, all of that. I know, just super, super fun, all kinds of fun stuff. Anyway, so that's, that's this is awesome. my latest, you know, jump on the bandwagon, full steam ahead type of thing. So alpha biotics. And um, if you have any experience out there, listeners, make sure to reach out on the show page and let us know. We'd love to hear your feedback. Rebecca, we've got about six minutes left. Is there anything else that you'd like to make sure the listeners know about what's coming up for you, appearances you're making, places you'll be, fun stuff? Um, let's see. Well, I will be uh, doing a group reading at Viento y Agua, which translates to wind and water, uh, in Long Beach on 4th Street. I don't have the date set on the calendar yet, but um, it'll probably be like a $40 fee and um, everybody will get a reading. So it's, you know, come in, it'll be a group. It's like the old Bogarts. Um, but the but the the coffee house will be closed except for the event. So it'll only be people there for the event, and they'll have somebody there making drinks if people want tea or coffee or something. Um, but uh, I will let you know as soon as I've got the the actual date on the calendar. So I will be doing that. Um, I will also be starting to do retreats up at Lake Arrowhead. Um, and um, that's also, uh, we've got to get the date on the calendar, but we're putting all of that together now as well. So I've got uh, my partner who will, um, this is my retreat partner, uh, who grows as much of her own food as she can for her and her family. And so she will bring um, organic homegrown food up and create, you know, create the meals and prepare all of the food and lead hikes. And then we'll be doing journaling, we'll be doing some, some intuitive work, we'll be doing some breath work, meditation, visualization. Um, so we're going we're gonna to do a, a healing retreat there, and, and we'll start doing those fairly regularly, I think. So I will definitely keep you posted on all of that. Um, like, and the it sounds other like thing going is, to summer camp, except fun. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, you know, it's an intentional retreat for self-reflection and relaxation. So, okay. um, 
it's an R and R. It's reflection and relaxation retreat is what it is. Um, and then of course I still do the monthly show on Wednesday mornings at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook at, uh, I am Rebecca, intuitive psychic. And I always post when those shows are going to be live. So there you go. Um, there we go. So the only other thing. Uh, yeah. Well, no, you, you one go more back little to, thing. I think we're, we're going to have one more little thing and, also. Oh, okay. Okay, good. Just I wanted to say thank you because it's really great to catch up with you and just to hear your voice and um, and and gratitude to the listeners who, who tune in. Um, but you know, be kind to yourself. If you're tired, rest. Listen to your body. There is infinite wisdom in your intuition and in your body. So honor yourself and 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 follow your bliss. I concur. The other thing I'd like to say is happy birthday, Stephanie Gerard, whose birthday it is yes. today on a Wednesday, June 14th. So happy birthday, Stephanie. And uh, we'll um, probably celebrate your birthday in some capacity on Monday's live show at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So future pacing, everybody, we're going to be doing another live show this coming Monday. And we can't wait to have you uh, call in. I've asked Stephanie if she would like this to be a call-in show or if we're just going to shoot the proverbial, you know what, like Rebecca and I have hogged the hour doing today. Um, You know, down the road at some point, we'll probably be doing a call-in show for uh, Rebecca and her her fans and being able to ask questions today was not that day. So for everybody who called in, I appreciate you calling in. Uh, But as always, for all of the shows, whether it's uh, Rebecca, Stephanie, Rob, or anyone else, please read the show um, the show description so you know what we're going to be doing. And so if you wanted to call in and ask Rebecca a question, like I mentioned throughout the show, today's not the day, but we love you for calling in and are grateful to you. Uh, we've got some exciting things coming up on Rated G Radio. And as I was remiss at doing at the beginning of the show, Rob Watson also hosts the award-winning Rated LGBT radio show on Thursday afternoons at 2 o'clock. They just had David Archuleta, who was on American Idol, and also The Masked Singer. They had that show last Friday, I believe. They're always coming up with amazing guests. Um, recently, they've also had Belinda Carlisle from The Go-Go's. Um, you know, to anybody who has a connection to the LGBTQ community, they are getting A-list, top-tier talent. Uh, to come on and talk about whatever their project is that's going on for the time being. Rob's also taken on a new direction for doing uh, uh, writing, uh, like corporate writing, um, you know, blog posts, advertising, things like that. So it's always interesting to catch up with Rob. He promised me earlier this week, you know, like everybody's like, we could do a phone call. It's like, you know how impossible that is for me to do. Can we just do a show? Because then then I'm locked in and, and, you know, we're kind of like, you get me for an hour and I I have to commit to that. so have Rob back on to talk about all of those fun things as well. In the meantime, just want to thank everybody for joining us live on this impromptu Wednesday afternoon Rated G radio show. We will be back with more regularly scheduled programs. I've already got a list of people who want to come on as guest co-hosts, so we will just try to figure that out. But my indulgence is to have you know favorites on here like Rebecca, Stephanie, Rob, um, Mary Lou down in, in Brisbane. She is chomping at the bit to uh, come back on and do some additional shows with her version of Rated Oz Radio, and that's the worst accent you'll ever hear, but that's that's my Aussie accent. So with that, everybody, please have a great night. Uh, whatever you do, be kind to other people. We um, we need your kindness out there in more ways than you know. It's always a pleasure to have you join us here on Rated G Radio. Um, shameless plug, check out my music under my artist name, Blonde Jesus, on Spotify. You can listen for free. If you'd like to pay for it, 
you can go to iTunes. And of course, that's always appreciated as well. But listen for free. Check it out if you like it. I'm working on some new music, which includes Yacht Rock. I don't know how, Rebecca, I don't know how many more Yacht Rock songs I can do. I think we're going to just go back to rock. And with that, everybody, have a great <laughs> night. Thanks for being part of the show. And uh, we'll talk to you all soon. Have a great week. We'll see you on, on Monday with Stephanie, the birthday girl, Gerard. You've been listening to Rated G Radio. Dot com.